looked at the chart and I was like, I can't read anything. Oh my God, just I lying. Can't, like literally, and I got glasses. Do I have Munchausen? Yeah, do you, are you a pathological <laughs> liar? Welcome to a new month and a new theme, Rammies. We are really just doing a 180 here. Yeah, no kidding. That's why I was like, I'm glad we had a palate cleanser last week of Ask Us Anything. We needed that because you can't really go from Gloria <laughs> to this. To Gypsy Rose. I, mean, I guess um, you could. Yeah. And we are really. I mean, so here we are. Happy April. Uh, it's your birth month. I do love April. As a month, I do. I do too. Beyond my birthday. We're coming out of the darkness. Yeah, March wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but I it felt like six months. It, I mean, to me, you guys, I've said this on the podcast so many times how I feel about January, February, March. I know. I'm, for me, it's especially February for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe about that month haunts me. Luckily, it's the shortest month, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Is it only 28 days? Well, thank God. Right? I don't know if it like switches on or off. I don't know. All the months like confuse me as it times and like lengths. Same. It's not for me. But hey, I'm shocked. Like when we were deciding what our theme for April was going to be, I was like, I kind of feel bad that we're going to do crime and cults on your birth month. But then you seem very into it. I felt like I enjoyed like last year or whenever the hell we did. Like I enjoyed doing like Amanda Knox Mm -hmm. and – Silk Road and all these things that I'm like, it is fun to get out of my comfort zone. Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson. And so I was just like, you know what? Why not challenge yourself Why for not? Your, another year around the sun, sit by your comfort zone? Exactly. And we're going to do just that. Exactly. And like we already have May planned, which we won't say yet, but yes. that's going to be so fun for like a palate cleanser as well. Yeah, I agree. And then if there's any like themed months that you guys have in mind, I mean, the list goes on and on. It really does. I, I will say that when I get into something like that surprises me I get very into it same and like that's how I feel with yellow jackets right now oh, because yeah. yellow jackets is pretty creepy and culty and I didn't expect to like it like when people were like oh like you should watch the show I'm like not for me and I'm like it's always a lesson and being like yes it can be for me but I always I have my ideas about things and I'm always proven wrong but I just like to do that little dance every time same especially with like movies and tv is that what you watched last night it was yellow jackets yes we watched the entire season this week oh we my have god one episode to of season one and season two is coming out I as think, we speak yes i think two episodes are already out maybe did, did you see florence and the machine covered i'm just a girl by no doubt for yellow jackets the music on yellow jackets is so good it's like 90 percent of it is female artists of the 90s because it's like they're all girls in the 90s so it's just very like who's the show back. creator on that it's a woman I don't know her name, Liz. Shayna Moore. Is it like Liz Fink or that name sounds familiar? I think so. Like P H A. I think right Liz. answers mostly. Right answers mostly. Look it up, but it's like really, it's directed, written, produced. It's all. It's just like female, female. We love that girl power. Well, speaking of girl power, kind of. Um, oh. I watched the latest episode of Vanderpump Rules last night, and oh. it is just. I mean, out of control. It's out of control. But it's not caught up yet with what's happening. Nope. But like now, everyone is watching, being like, "Where are the signs of scandal?" Like, are mm. are um, like little oh, looks. Also, I really want to apologize. And I sent Tess a voice memo at like eleven p.m. last night, and I was like, I was calling Ariana, Ariana. But it's tough. It's it's one of those. It's like Brianna and Brianna to me. I always have the toughest time. Why is it Raquel, Raquel and Rachel? 
Tess, her name was Rachel, but before she went on the show, she changed changed her name to Raquel. So are people being like shady when they're like, yeah. oh, sorry, Raquel? Because I've been like, what is this? No, people are not calling her Raquel anymore. They're calling her Rachel. Because okay, because they're, they're like, like, you look at yourself in the mirror and you know who you are. What you fucking did? Exactly. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, that one I will never mistake. It is Rachel. But um, Ariana, I apologize. And I know who you are. You were flustered because you felt... I just was so pissed at Sandoval, okay? Exactly. And sometimes we just can't think straight. Also, again, I'm rewatching. I'm on the second season right now. And I don't want to give too much away to you. But I, it, the signs have been there, guys. That they have just a been che- there. Cheating dirtbag. Yes. Yeah, I mean, are, most of the times when there's cheating, you're never shocked. I No. You know what I mean? No, you really there's aren't. few and far between, I will say. Exactly. Exactly. But hey, we will be on the ride till the very end. God, we sure will. And let us know what you thought about our celebrity bonus gossip episode. I know. We did that for you guys. We really did. Because we were like, you know what? Come on in. Yeah. Let come us on show you. Patreon. Yeah, there's like, more where that came from. There, there literally is every month. Yeah. Two, two a month. Two a month. And then it's a beautiful it's use a beautiful of seven ninety nine. Just gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Just, just gonna say gotta it. say it. Well, Tess, okay. Oh, boy. I oh. mean, there's no good transition. Just be blunt. <laughs> yeah, just got to be. Uh, Tess and I are me. drinking because um, she was like, do you want like a glass of wine or beer before this? And I was like, wine. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to be need to be drinking something, Luann. Oh, my God. I'm drinking again, Luann. Yeah, because mean, there, it, this is like we have a joint um, on the table for later. Prepared. Depending on how we feel. Yes. Um, because I'm covering Gypsy Rose Blanchard today. And the murder... The murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. So is this a cult, a crime, or a conspiracy, or all of the above? This is a crime. Okay. This is a murder. Oh. Yeah. I literally have no idea what this is. You know that Office quote? Oh, we have a joke that Tess doesn't watch The Office, even though she does. It just does not seem like you have watched it. Everyone has said this to me, and I've literally watched every single season. You know that episode where Dwight is like, R is like such a scary letter that's like why it's called murder and not muckstack. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh makes me or laugh. Actually no, I don't know. Yeah, what you're you wouldn't about. know. You wouldn't know. Um this is a murder. This okay. case has always been super interesting to me because it happened in Springfield, Missouri, which is like an hour and a half from where I grew up in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask what was the inspiration to choose this one. Because you like were fa- fairly certain that this was going to start the month. She's been on my list for a really long time. And um, yeah, I there's just so many layers to it. It's not just a murder and it's so complicated. So I'm excited to get into the, the discussion with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you know about this, if anything? Zero. This actually might be the one thing we have discussed where I don't know a single thing and I literally did not look up anything. Sometimes I even want to see a photo of like what you're talking about. So zero, zero knowledge. Wow. Well, I do. I'm like, maybe I will pull up some photos like in between this because seeing it does put on a whole other perspective with it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, But there was also, and I don't want to even say this because I don't want you to be like, oh yeah, but maybe you will, maybe you won't. But there was a Hulu show in like 2018 with Joey King and um, and yes, Patricia Arquette. Oh, it's about the mother and the daughter. Yes. So maybe you do oh. know. <laughs> That's what I was like, I didn't want to say it, but it's fine. But I, all I know is that gift that you sent me the other oh. day. Munchausen. Munchausen. We'll get there. Lisa Rinna, Yolanda Foster. If Housewives, like, I didn't even Yolanda know Hadid, what. I'm so sorry. Yeah, wow. Yolanda, 
Yolanda. Wait, I don't even know her maiden name. Stop going by like, is <laughs> that weird to me? Like, I think it's I weird too. And then they'll always be like, well, it's my children's last right. name, like short Jan. Yeah. But hey, that's it's your that di- journey. It's that divorce gentleman. Uh, yeah. yeah no, that's what um, But yeah, I mean, I love, um, just a quick honorable mention. I love Patricia Arquette. She is such a good actress. She is. She's a Hollywood like legend. She is. And she's like, I feel like an underrated actress. I feel like there should be more commotion. And I feel like there's commotion for her in like an older crowd. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. But it's about time Gen Z knows about Patricia Arquette, okay? Gen Z, if you're listening, <laughs> do your research. Do Go watch Medium. Look her. Oh. Medium oh. is it so It all goes good. back to Housewives. Yes. Oh, my God. Alison Dubois. Alison Dubois. Oh my God! I know. There are so many parallels here. There really it is. is crazy. We could talk for hours. We could. Um, okay, so just shout out to my um, sources. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a huge BuzzFeed article that really broke this story to the world. I feel and started documentaries, and the whole show was based off of this BuzzFeed article by oh. Michelle Dean, um, and she was interviewed on the HBO documentary um, "Mommy, Dead, and Dearest." Oh. And also the podcast Crimes of Passion. They both had great information. And our stepfather, Wikipedia. Always. Always there for us. Well, well we hope. Well, I mean. We can't quite trust him. It's been good so far. Yeah, exactly. And that's all we can say. <laughs> and that's all we can base it off oh of. You're God. right. I am excited. Okay, so here we go. Okay. Okay, first let's start off. Um, we're going to get to know our players a little bit. Mm-hmm. So Dee Dee Blanchard, who we will find out later is the mother of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Okay. Dee Dee Blanchard was born Claudine... I don't know how exactly to say her last name because even on the documentary, I was like, what are you guys saying? You're like, enunciate. <laughs> Literally, it's like peach or something. It's P-I-T-R-E. Peach. Well, we've met Petri? three peaches recently. We have. Shout out to you, Peach, who helped peach, us. Peach, if you're it. listening. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> Anyways, Claudine Peach, uh, or whatever her last name is, in Chack Bay, Louisiana. She was born there near the Gulf Coast in 1967. Okay. Um. But she starts going by Dee Dee. That's what we're going to know her as. So her family said that Dee Dee used to steal from her family, possibly as a form of payback when things didn't go her way. So if she didn't get what she wanted, she would like steal from her family. Uh-huh. Dark. Yeah. Um, Dee Dee's stepmother, Lara, claims that Dee Dee tried to kill her by putting weed killer Roundup in her food. When she was a child? I think when she was adult, an adult even. Oh, my God. Her stepmother was bedridden for nine months. Yeah, so Dee Dee has darkness. Like when her interview or when her family is being interviewed, they're all like, she's evil. Was she from a rich family? No. Oh. They all of, okay. So all of the players in this, Dee Dee and then Gypsy Rose's dad, Rod, which we're about to get to, they all have a Cajun accent too. And that accent is so wild. What is it like? It sounds like. It sounds almost like a Boston accent, but it's mm. not. It's that weird New Orleans Cajun accent. Okay. I can like kind of picture it. It's very... Like st- do it right now. No, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin with a Cajun accent. Yeah. I can like... I can picture it. And a lot of it sounds just like gibberish to me. It's it's wild. It, there is a darkness there- <laughs> to New Orleans. There is. You know, it's like probably just because of like sharp objects. Wait, is that is that in New Orleans? I think I think so. I think so too. There is like definitely some like ghostly. It's, it's a ghostly town, but that's why I love it. I oh my god, I love it too. Um. Okay. So, so cut to nineteen ninety. Dee Dee starts seeing this guy named Rod Blanchard, and he was seventeen, and she was twenty four. That's not oh, chill, guys. So she likes the younger man. She likes the younger man. Yikes, though. He's not like he's still in he's high a school. Child. He's a child. They met at a bowling alley. 
Um, <laughs> sexy. Sexy. And um, Didi got pregnant. And at the time, Rod was like, he said he was like, we lived in the South. And in the South, if you get a girl pregnant, you marry her. That's just what you do. No. He's freaking 17 years old. He's like going to be a father? Yep. So um, he later said, I woke up on my 18th birthday and I realized I was not where I was supposed to be. I wasn't in love with her, really. I knew I got married for the wrong reasons. I also think she like she definitely is the type of person that she probably trapped him. I mean, if she's like poisoning her family with yes. weed killer, I'm sure like this is, you know, yeah, she's not well. Also, any 24 year old that's dating a 17 year old, I'm like, you're also not you, well. You're a pedophile. Literally. It's just weird. It's weird. You guys are still, even at 24, you're so young, but you're still in very different places in your life. Truly, a 17 year old boy also looks like a 12 year old boy. Yes. You know what I mean? Why do you want to hang out with a 17 year old boy? Even when you're a 17 year old girl, you're yeah, like, I can't. It's, it's tough enough. It is. Even in high school. It is. Um, so he um, leaves her while she's pregnant, which is tough. Um, but shortly mm. before, yeah, shortly before Gypsy Rose was born in 1991, they separate. Um, Dee Dee really resisted this, um, but she took her newborn daughter to live with her family. And they named their daughter Gypsy Rose because Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy and Rod was a fan of Guns and Roses. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, what a strange name. Uh, Gypsy Rose is t- like also. So that's her first name? Gypsy Rose is her first name. I don't get that. I, I don't get like the the double name. That's I don't. also very southern. I know, I know it is. I think it's just because like I never really from being from California, like mm-hmm. I never really met anyone with a name like that. So I'm always like, that is shocking. <laughs> the double name. Yes, it, it it is shocking, especially Gypsy Rose. You know, you hear of like like Mary Catherine. Like, yes, you know, which is but, still shocking to me. Yeah, but Mary Kate. Hey, hey, oh Mary Kate. Well, bringing it home to you. Mm, thank you. You're welcome. That. I do. I need it. So Gypsy Gypsy Rose, uh, after Guns and Roses, was <laughs> healthy at birth. Rod said her dad, but when she was three or three months old, Dee Dee became convinced that Gypsy had sleep apnea, and that Gypsy would stop breathing in the night. So scary. Yeah, so scary. So Dee, Dee especially for your baby. Uh, terrifying so Dee Dee began taking gypsy to the hospital where there were repeated overnight stays with a sleep monitor and other tests and every time the test came back and there was no signs of sleep apnea mm. um so the doctors couldn't find anything wrong at all but Dee Dee was like my child is sick okay so she told Rod, Rod about all these crazy problems that gypsy started having as she was growing older she said that gypsy had muscular dystrophy epilepsy and asthma and she said that all of these things stemmed from um, a chromo- chromosomal. I think that's chromosomal. Something is wrong with your chromosomes. Got it. A chromosomal defect. And that we are just drowning in medical bills because Gypsy has this. And she's going to be sick for her whole life. She might not even make it past the age of like 10. Mm, so she's she's starting. She's starting. <laughs> she's turning. <laughs> So Rod's like, I don't fucking care. Well, Rod is like, oh my God. Rod is such a complicated character because you're just like, you want to root for him, but you're also like, man, what gives? You're not given much. But okay, so he starts sending her $1,200 in child support each month. He thought that it was the right thing to do because Dee Dee was doing such a great job of taking care of their sick child. Okay. Not bad in 90. Yeah. I'm also like, what were you up to work-wise? Well, yeah, because $1,200 a month is actually like a decent chunk to give away if you're not 
like loaded. Yeah. And I don't think that these people were, but he made it happen every single month. Hey, I respect it. Yeah. He was like, even though he left her when she was pregnant, (laughs) but he was also 17. It's true. Like the context of it is like, and he was being like, probably like, this woman was crazy. The power dynamic is not okay. Exactly, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing of this whole case. You're like, that's terrible. But also this, right, you know? Which makes a good... It makes it juicy. Story. So as Gypsy got older, Dee Dee told doctors that Gypsy had seizures every few months. So they started prescribing her anti-seizure medication and inhalers for her asthma. And then they give her a wheelchair for her muscular dystrophy. Is she like... How does she look? Gypsy at this point? Mm-hmm. Like, is she frail and like look sickly not yet Mm. but she will be yeah yeah so she so Dee Dee keeps going to these doctors and she's like yes my daughter has muscular dystrophy so they do a muscle biopsy which I'm like ugh so, so they go oh. in and take some muscle out and then um and they found no signs of muscular dystrophy in fact all scans of her brain and spine were relatively clear but Dee Dee always had a new idea about what was wrong with Gypsy. She had a new doctor, a new drug. She once worked as a nurse's aide. So every time people had a question, she had an answer because she knew medical terminology from that. Uh, that yeah. is like even scarier. It is scary. she can like manipulate the narrative. It is. And so she's telling Rod like our daughter is just getting sicker and sicker. And Rod, Rod never asked to see medical records, which is also like – I don't know. But yeah, I mean like but would you? Why would you be like let me see this? Right? Like I think if he didn't think she's crazy at this point, and he probably was a little bit like well, he some probably gaslighting going on. At this point was like what, 23? Yeah, so he's probably just like sure, like if the mother of my child is saying she's sick, she's sick. Yep. But if he had asked for medical records, he would have noticed that Dee Dee took Gypsy Gypsy to a vast array of doctors, but rarely rarely visited the same doctor more than a few times. Because as soon as the doctors would start being like, I don't think anything's wrong. Yeah. Why do you keep bringing her in? She would move to a different doctor and be like, peace out. So was she going to like different cities? Um, not quite cities, but just different hospitals and doctors around the town. Not qu- different cities yet. And she would make up family history based on the doctor that she was visiting. So if she went to see a cardiologist, she'd be like, we have a history of heart failure in our family. Ew. And like every single doctor, she would just like, um, you know, categorize it to whatever that doctor's office is supposed to be. To make them like kind of feel for her. Exactly. To to them. And also like, how can you really prove that? You know, Aww. you're just like, yeah, my grandpa died of heart failure. They're like, sure. They're not going to be like, let's investigate that. Wow. Yeah. Dark. Dark. So she would tell doctors and people around her that Gypsy had spent time in the neonatal, um, neonatal intensive care and that she had leukemia as a doctor. She would tell, or as a toddler. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, she was a doctor? <laughs> She would tell people that Gypsy had leukemia as a as a toddler, even even doctors, which I'm like, well, can't you like backtrack on that a little bit? Right. Like, couldn't you look at like at that point you can like look into blood work and yeah, stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Notice that things were off, but people believed her. And mm. by the time that Gypsy was seven, Dee Dee rolled Gypsy around everywhere in a wheelchair because she said she had muscular dystrophy and couldn't walk at that point. Yeah. So Gypsy didn't realize that she wasn't healthy or that she was healthy yet. She didn't realize well, that. Well, of course. Because you should be able to trust what your parents tell you. If someone is like, you are sick when you're a kid, you're going to believe you're sick. 
if someone's going to tell you anything when you're a kid, this is the way that the world is. You believe it. Yep. So oh, that's so sad. It's so sad. So Gypsy is like, sure. Like, this is just my life. Like, I just go to the doctors all the time. Well, also, like, if she's not, ha- like, given the opportunity to, like, go out and play soccer or go on the playground, she's going to think that she's physically unable to do that. Her mom would be like, even if Gypsy was, like, kind of using her legs at this point, her mom would be like, you need to rest. And people would kind of be like, well, she was walking before and she was like, but she just has a hard time walking, so she needs to be in the wheelchair. Uh. Yep. Also, um, it's like sharp objects. It is. It, it, oh my God, it is like it sharp truly objects. It really is. So, um, Dee Dee told, also told Gypsy never to speak at doctor's appointments. She would cover up her ears, um, when she was talking to the doctor so that Dee Dee or so that Gypsy didn't hear anything. So she couldn't pick up and be like, why did you tell them this? But you told them something different. So the doctors were like, why are you doing that? Well, Dee Dee also told people that um, Gypsy was emotionally and mentally stunted at seven years old, that she was always going to have the mental capacity of a seven-year-old, which also wasn't true. Uh, So doctors are probably like, it's the parent's choice if they don't want this to freak out the... But if there's... Oh, God, that's like... I mean, you can't do anything. No, exactly. So that she would be like, she is... You know, she doesn't understand this. And I don't want to scare her. say something. Yeah, exactly. So... um, she, she would also be holding her hands all the time. And if Gypsy said something like wrong, then um, Dee Dee would squeeze her hand to like tell her to stop talking. This is making me sad. <laughs> Get, this is a whole episode to us. Get ready. I'm like, fuck. It's Par- crazy. Parents just really fuck their kids up in so many ways. Why even have kids? You don't have to. Literally, there are other options. It's crazy to me that there is not a test for people to have children. Like, it's crazy mm. that literally anyone can have kids. It should even be the most basic 10 questions. You, 10, just 10. That, that's how you can start out. Exactly. Like, get seven of those and you're fine. Exactly. And, like, God. It's scary to me that just anyone can do it. And there's no instruction manual. Well, so people feel forced into it, you know? It, well, Rob did. Well, exactly. It's crazy. So... Dee Dee also would shave off Gypsy's hair and would tell Gypsy that it was going to fall out. So we just should shave it anyway. To make her look like To make her look like a chemo patient. Exactly. And so like Gypsy's hair was totally fine. And then when she would ask, she'd be like, well, it's going to fall out anyway. So let's just get ahead of it. Yeah, it was to make her look sickly. So if you guys haven't realized by now, Dee Dee has this thing called Munchausen by proxy. Say it. Say it, Lucerina. Munchausen is... And and, and I want to cry to even say this out loud, but it's something that people could create if they might not be sick, but they make themselves sick. Have you heard Munchausen by proxy? Yolanda is like, I don't have Munchausen or whatever. I have never been so offended by something in my fucking life. (laughs) Which that was so crazy. I loved when she lost it being like, you are disgusting. Disgusting. But you know what was the worst of that? What? All the others not speaking out. Like it's, what's it called? The silence of. It's like just as silent by association. Yes. Kyle and Doree and all of them that were like, "Mm, yeah, like sounds interesting i don't know i was like you guys are like the most disgusting parts of that disgusting. reaction so if you guys don't know what we're talking about on Real Housewives of Beverly <laughs> I'm, so sorry, I'm getting heated yolanda hadid who are Gigi and bella hadid's mom has lyme disease and she was going through a very tough time in her life also she was having medical issues from implants that she had had her breasts were literally like um infected yes. and it was leaking out like toxins Ugh. into her 
bloodstream. Oh, so she was sick all the time. And Lisa Rinna started telling people that she had Munchausen, where Munchausen is where you tell people that you are sick for sympathy. It was one of the most disgusting storylines on Housewives ever, I think. Can I say something that might be controversial, but I believe it 100%? You're like, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I, I believe like, it. I believe No. <laughs> I think that if Gigi and Bella were as famous as they were now, say those it. women would have supported Yolanda the whole time. They would have been like, Lisa, you're trash. Yep. What's wrong with you? Because they're just a bunch of star, star fuckers. fuckers. 100%. Oh, I completely agree with you. And I think Lisa Rinna regrets that every day of her life, not because it was a horrible thing to do, but because she wants Delilah Bell and Amelia to be Gigi and Bella. And she could have yes. had help from Yolanda. I also think she was trying to kind of put that family down so that she and Harry could get ahead with their daughters. 100%. And honey, we've seen how that turns out. It's not great. It's not great. They're like the D-list version of Bella and and, uh, Gigi. There needs to be more commotion for how terrible that was. And that's what we're starting here. But Munchausen's, like, when you think about Munchausen's, well, so what a dark, dark, what do you call it? Disease? Yes. But I think Munchausen by proxy is even darker. So Munchausen by proxy, in short, is when a person who either makes up, um, or creates a physical and or psychological symptoms for someone in their care for no obvious benefits other than intention and sympathy. So it's basically, it's most of the time, I for the statistics I saw, it was mothers actually. Mm-hmm. But it's either a parent or a caregiver, who whoever is in their care, they will actually physically make them sick by you know poisoning them or doing things. Or they will just make things up so that people feel sympathy for them and give them attention. Get a hobby. Get a hobby. But God, that must go so deep of like, do you think people, Munchausen's by proxy is usually like a generational trauma? Like, do you think their moms did it to them? Yeah, there's something going on there. Like to get to that point of poisoning someone just a little bit so that they're always like on the brink of death. I don't know what it's like to be a mom, but I can imagine that the moms listening to this would just be so horrified. The only thing that you want in your life is for your child to be healthy and happy and to actively make them sick and miserable. And to like go on with their life and be able to be an independent person and to succeed and to have interests. Yep. Well, that was actually the complete opposite of Dee Dee because she did everything in her power to make Gypsy sick, to make Gypsy feel sick, and to isolate her. It's like codependency times like a thousand. It is. And also a lot of people are like, how do doctors not catch it? But Mm. the doctor-patient trust kind of goes both ways. Like if you tell a doctor you're feeling a certain way, you hope – well, women's health is kind of hard sometimes because that seems to be ignored quite often. But you would hope that they believe you and want to treat you. That's so true. Also, like doctors can only like know and do so much. Like at at the end of the day, you go home and you make the decisions. Exactly. So, and they also can't be like, can doctors be like, I'm going to look into someone like a therapist if they think that there's something fucked up going on? They can. They can red flag it and then they can call social services. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, it's shot of our hands. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But scary. So Dee Dee pulls Gypsy out of school after second grade and starts homeschooling her because she says she's not well enough to go to school, but it's all for isolation. And is Dee Dee like, you are my princess Mm -hmm. to her mom? Um, Or is Gypsy like that to her mom? Or Gypsy. Yeah, yeah. She said... um, Like she idolizes her. Gypsy once said, we are a pair of shoes, never good without the other. It's so sad. It's so sad. This is her her life. 
This is what was given so to her. So she has no friends, I bet, anymore. She has no friends. Well, she also has no friends because Dee Dee is literally telling everyone she has the... Well, at this point, she is seven years old, but she's telling everyone that she has the mental capacity of a seven-year-old. So the, quote, healthy, normal kids are not going to connect to her in the same way when they get older. No. Or she, at least she's telling people that. So she starts homeschooling her. Um, and just a little bit about Gypsy. Gypsy was friendly, talkative. Her voice was very high and childlike, and it still is. And I oh, think right. that's also a defense mechanism. But it's also, Dee Dee would tell people that her daughter, again, had brain damage. So she had the mental capacity of seven-year-old. And Dee Dee made, she made Gypsy act a lot younger than her actual age. She made her act like a baby. It's like Paris Hilton vibes of like pretending to have the childish voice. We're not psychiatrists, but there is like a trauma response that... It's disassociation when you are like going back to a simpler time. And when you have like more innocence as a kid, you like... You act like a baby. Yeah. Tess, you're going to be shook when you... Actually, I'm going to insert a clip right now (gasps) of Gypsy talking. I remember my mom had gave me this little glass house and she said... This one day, this will be real. So she um, she loved princess outfits and dressing up. She like wore wigs all the time because she was bald. So she wore princess wigs and dressed up in princess costumes. Um, and yeah, for most of Gypsy's childhood, she didn't even actually know her actual age because Dee Dee would sure. tell her all different things and tell all different people things. Um, you know what I just said. Yeah, yeah. And so Gypsy immediately falls behind socially and academic academically. Like, obviously, Dee Dee's not going to really homeschool her well. Um, she managed to – Gypsy managed to learn to read on her own through Harry Potter books. Hey, I mean, you know, I support that. Yes. I never thought I would say that. But you now have recently – Now you guys know that I am a Harry Potter um, fan. Harry Potter? Not J.K. Nice. Rowling, but no, – No, 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 But the movies and the books. J.K. Rowling, if you would have just got freaking off of Twitter and – You would have just kept your mouth shut. Zip it. <laughs> Zip it. But good for her. Good for her. So, yeah, Dee Dee practically never left Gypsy's side, and this was also a tool of isolation as well. <sighs> so Dee Dee and Gypsy move in with Dee Dee's father and stepmother. Um, this is when Dee Dee would poison her stepmother with Roundup, weed killer – leading her to her own chronic illness um, and, yeah, being bedridden for nine months. How do you not, like, taste it? I don't know. Like, you know, like, after a while, aren't you like, hmm, Something's this orange juice off. tastes, like, disgusting. That's a great question. I don't know, like, what that would even taste like. Or if you, like, actually cook it inside a lasagna. Right. Or if it's so small that, like, you can't even and tell. And it's, like, over time because she's sick like that. So it's also during this time that Dee Dee was arrested for several minor offenses, including writing bad checks. And this is when her family starts to be like, listen, we know that Gypsy can walk. And the the fact that you're making her be in a wheelchair is really weird. Also, you're annoying and you're like stealing stuff and writing bad checks. Was she working? No. So she was just getting money from Rod. She was getting money from Rod. She was um, – so – Dee Dee's family questions her. She hops out of town and they move to this place, uh, Gypsy and Dee Dee called Slidell in Louisiana. They lived in public housing and they paid their bills from Rod's child support and public ins- assistance from the government because Dee Dee said that she couldn't work based on Gypsy's medical conditions. Fucked up. You are cheating the system. You're and you literally are, taking from people that literally need it. You are stealing from everyone who needs it. You are giving fuel to the freaking Republicans yep. that are like, they're going to just not work and take money. Terrible. Terrible. Um, she, 
Yeah, she said she couldn't work because of Gypsy's condition. They got Social Security and disability payments. Her doctor's appointments were funded by Medicaid. And it's it's disgusting. It's around this time that Dee Dee is saying that Gypsy is having horrible vision and hearing issues as well as seizures and muscular dystrophy. So they start performing surgeries on Gypsy's eyes. But like, how does it get to the point of being like a doctor checking her eyes, being like, she's fine to I, surgery? I saw something that hearing and eye stuff is um, a little harder to prove that oh. some things aren't going wrong. And I can speak to that. Oh. Because as a child, I wanted glasses really bad. Mm. And so this I looked was a phase at for people that <laughs> didn't need them. I looked at the chart and I was like, I can't read anything. Oh my God, just I can't, Like literally, and I got glasses. Do I have Munchausen? Yeah, do you, are you a pathological liar? <laughs> Sorry, mom, that you had to get those um, glasses And, and for they me. were like, sure. They literally, I think they were probably like, just give it to her. Oh yeah, so I guess if you're lying. Because if you are like doing the reading chart and you're like, I can't. So do you think she just told her, tell them that you can't see anything? I think that she was like, I know that you have a really hard time seeing. Wow, yeah, and being like, that true. line must be, you must just not be able to read it. So are they trying to give her like LASIK? They um, they start performing surgeries. Uh, Gypsy's eye muscles were repeatedly operated on for alleged weakness. So the muscles in her eyes. And then tubes were put in her ears for alleged um, ear infections. Did you have tubes as a kid? No, but you did. Constantly. My sister did. My cousin. We all had tubes in our ears. So that's just when it go, It stays in? I don't really know what's going Do you still on have with them that. In? Great there? question. Like, what's in right my body? Now. What's in my body? <laughs> I actually think I have scars in my ear from getting tubes in my ears. I don't even know what that is. Me either. But hey. Yeah, I never had them. That's good. But hey, I am pretty much legally blind at this point. So <laughs> we all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses. We sure do. Um, so she was forced to wear glasses by her mother, which also added to her thing because they are like these giant glasses. That was probably hindering her vision, right? Probably. So she's like, I can't, like she's like D- delusion. Exactly. And then that gives you like headaches and all that stuff. She would give Gypsy medication that made her drool. And she told doctors that she had overactive salivary glands and that she couldn't eat. So her salivary glands, gypsies, were first injected with Botox, and then oh. rem- <laughs> like she, she's like, um, just like a little the- bit on the jaw, yeah, get the forehead while you're there, please. Um, so she, they were injected with Botox, then they were removed completely because her mother said that she drooled too much and that she couldn't eat. Get a hobby. Get a fucking hobby. Her hobby was making her daughter. Sick. She's like pissing me off so much. Oh, she is like disgusting, vile, evil. I hope something bad happens to her. I'll oh, say it. The ultimate thing bad, bad happens oh, to her. It's gypsy. Oh. We'll get there, Jess. Oh, you oh, buckle up. But she gave Gypsy tons of medication that would cause symptoms of illnesses. So she would drug her up. Um, you should see what their medicine, like I can't even say medicine cabinet. It's, it was a complete closet. But remember um, Yolanda's medicine closet. Oh, I, well, I mean, <laughs> it was shocking. She did have actual illnesses, but her it looked like a pharmacy in her house. How do people that have Munchausen's by proxy not, how do they know the line of what will make them sick versus kill them? Like, do you think they're doing re- like research? Yeah, and Dee Dee was that nurse's aide or whatever. So oh, she did so have some like, experience. she's like, this dose will be perfect before it like, Makes you go unconscious. Exactly. Um, Gypsy's teeth rotted out and had to be extracted, though whether that was because of poor dental hygiene or a mixture of medications and severe malnutrition, it's hard to say. (sighs) She was given a feeding tube, Tess, 
And because like she was taking that medication that made her drool where she couldn't eat and then her teeth were rotting out, she couldn't eat by mouth. So she had to survive on a feeding tube with um, that what she was giving cans of meal replacement Pediasure well into her 20s. Oh, God, I'm surprised she even got to her 20s. I know. How is she still, like, alive? Well, she said also with the feeding tube, they don't put you under when they replace it. So she said it was always so painful. They just basically rip God. one out and put a new one in. Makes me want to get... Where do they... It's, like, in your stomach. Oh. So they just put, like, a hole in yep. there and it just goes directly in. Yep. It is just so... Oh, also... Dee Dee would drug her through her feeding tube. She had no autonomy oh over her body. And it's just so crazy when you see images and videos and then you're just like, but she's fine. Like she was literally fine. It's so disturbing. It's there are no, so there's disturbing. really no words. No, no words. And she would um, give her all these drugs that kept her and just like, a haze and yep. so she actually like kind of didn't know what was going on right because if she had a moment of being like wait a second yep it kept her compliant exactly Tess so brainwashed okay so now we're in two, uh, 2005 and Hurricane Katrina hit Slidell right right so Dee Dee who's now 38 and Gypsy is 14 go to a, a special needs shelter in Covington Louisiana with pictures of their old apartment in Rebels in Rebel, and she told the shelter staff that she didn't have Gypsy's medical records with her because they were all destroyed in Hurricane Katrina. God. The like, lies. <laughs> Candy Burris, the lies. The lies. The lies. Dee Dee was like, I caused Hurricane Katrina for this <laughs> exact reason. <laughs> I conjured it. She is, I don't even want to call her a witch because I love witches. Exactly. And she's like, not she doesn't one. even deserve it. No, she's just a little demon. She, she's evil. She she's is. Evil. So, and then news crews come. So then Gypsy mm. or Dee Dee wheels Gypsy right in front of the cameras and she was like, This is my daughter who has all these illnesses and our house was taken from us. And she gets exactly what she wants because Habitat for Humanity calls her and they're like, We're going to build you a house. Free of charge. All these people that like got s- that's so fucked up. Even for the you know everyone, it's like free of charge. I can't. They fly Gypsy and Dee Dee out from um, Slidell, Louisiana, to Spring- Springfield, Missouri, in a helicopter. They built them a sizable home for a Gypsy and Dee Dee, free of charge. It was bright pink. It has a wheelchair ramp. It has a hot tub for Gypsy's fake muscular dystrophy, and both of them were elated. So. At this point, Gypsy Gypsy doesn't know that she's not sick, but she knows that she can uh, walk and eat on her own. But her mother's telling her that it's not good to walk because did, you'll get tired and mm, stuff. Does she do it like in the middle of the night, you think? Yeah. Yeah, mm. she does. But, so, okay, so they move into this neighborhood and all the neighbors are like, oh, we love you. We want to do anything we can to support you. You just let us know. Mm. Sometimes on summer nights, Dee Dee would set up a projector to play a movie on the side of her house and children of the neighborhood whose parents couldn't usually afford to go to the movie theater would come over for like a movie and treats and Dee Dee charged for concessions, but it was still cheaper than local movie theaters and the money was supposed to go to Gypsy's treatments. This woman's not even just like <laughs> insane. She's she's cheap, which she, is gross. She's so cheap. Can you imagine going over to your neighbor's house and they're like, "You want popcorn?" And you're like, "It'll be a dollar." I mean, I can imagine this from like years ago when friends uh, in college when everyone's like so cheap. Do you remember like when like used to watch a movie at someone's house like even like five years ago and it'd be like, "Um, so I bought this on <laughs> Apple and it was six ninety nine. Does everyone buy Venmo? Like ninety nine cents, a dollar, and everyone just like, oh. 
literally that was Dee Dee. That is not cute. It's not a cute look. No, it's not a cute like, look. Is it ever cheap. worth it? Is it ever worth it for someone to think that about you? Literally never. And also, like, if these families can't afford to go to the movie theaters and you're gonna charge their kids concessions, Just give us fucking free popcorn. God, my God. Oh, I really hate her. Me too. So, um, Gypsy didn't realize that her mom was scamming these people even though she she knew she could like walk and all that stuff again like you're just supposed to be able to trust your parents that's the least that you should be able to do and that's it bare minimum and whenever gypsy said something that either suggested that she was not genuinely sick or seemed above her mental capacities because again she's supposed to be a seven-year-old yes gypsy's mom would really squeeze her arm really tight and when they were alone Dee would strike her with open hands or with a coat hanger and she would like physically abuse her. So no, then, I'm surprised. Exactly. Um, let's see. Okay. Also, other ways that she scanned them in Louisiana, they were able to have occasional stays in the Ronald McDonald House during medical appointments. In Missouri, they received free flights to see doctors at the Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City, free trips to Walt Disney World, and backstage passes to Miranda Lambert concerts. What? <laughs> Why that? <laughs> They're, they're big Miranda Lambert fans. Uh, and she was frequently photographed with the singer. Uh, and Make-A-Wish Foundation paid for that. Has Miranda ever spoken on I it? have not seen any Miranda Lambert um She's quotes. probably just like, I'm never going to touch this again. I, like, this is so gross. Can you imagine, like, finding All these that people, out? Habitat for Humanity and Make-A-Wish, all of, like, if I were working for those companies... The rage the, I would feel. The rage I would feel of being a family that wasn't afforded that L- and seeing this bullshit. Literally. Be mm. pissed. Sing it. Be, I've got a list of names and years is in red underline. Dee Dee Blanchard. <laughs> <laughs> pissed. So also, speaking of pissed, if I was Rod, Dee Dee told her neighbors that Gypsy's father, Rod, was a deadbeat alcoholic <laughs> drug abuser who mocked his daughter's disabilities. She said that he called the Special Olympics a freak show. As their neighbor understood it, he never sent them a dime, not even when Dee Dee and Gypsy had lost everything in Hurricane Katrina. Meanwhile, he was sending them a check monthly of $1,200. And, like, sending her gifts. He is interviewed so much. Like, he is very vocal now. Is he like, fuck them, or is he like, it is what it is? He's like, I regret that I didn't try to do more. Mm, I mean, I guess it's complicated, because it's like, you could have, you're going to have anger about it, but then also the sadness for your own child is probably going to, like, take precedent. He also got remarried. um, I was going to say. he had some kids. Okay. And they were like, he would call them often, call Gypsy often. It's also like one of those things that's just frustrating with, you see in dads often where it's like well maybe try to like show up a little more right like after finding this out like don't just make the occasional call yeah maybe like like that your child's sick wouldn't you want to like see them more but listen like i don't know his journey and like he wasn't even planning to be a father in the first place but at least he showed up financially which is a lot more than a lot of other that that's true he did what he could for being a teenager exactly um so he um he, there was some suspicion going on, though. People were starting to wonder a little bit because when Rod would, when Rod called Gypsy on her 18th birthday, he was like ready to make a bunch of jokes about her being 18 now and you're an adult and you're going into the world. And Dee Dee was like, do not tell her that she is 18 because she thinks she's 14 and she's going to get really upset if you mention it. 
And so you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's not okay. At that point, I think I would call the police. It literally, to or, be I like, the police, someone, anyone, social services. Call some friends, talk to some friends, gossip about it. Yes, like, want to go check in on Gypsy? She okay? If you see she doesn't know her own age. Say something. Um. So she uh. It, he said that he continued um, sending that $1,200 after she turned 18 because Dee Dee said that she required full-time care. He said there was never a question whether or not I was going to stop paying. <sighs> um, so she, yeah, she told, oh my God, these quotes. She, like, she just told doctors and new friends in Missouri that he was a drug addict who abandoned his daughter. Um, meanwhile, he did like, talked to gypsy pretty often and he said that he plans a visit for for one reason or another it never really worked out which is frustrating classic classic (laughs) um in 2007 though a pediatric uh, neurologist named bernard bernardo flasterstein wait let me read again bernardo Flasterstein. Yeah, Flasterstein. I think it's Flasterstein. He became suspicious. In his notes to Gypsy's primary care doctor after the first visit, he wrote in bold underlined type, the mother is not a good historian. Oh. Still, he says he gave the case the benefit of the doubt and um, sent... He sent Gypsy for all the usual tests, MRI, and blood work. It all came back normal. He said, I remember having her stand up and um, and she could hold her own weight. He turned to Dee Dee and said, I don't see any reason why she's not walking. He also said that she he was like, because in the documentary, he was like, she had normal leg muscles that people with muscular dystrophy just do not have. Like, she seems completely normal. Yeah, because even if she was like weak because she's never like, she's never like exercise exactly but the muscles were still there yes you can tell the difference because she has walked a little bit before in between visits with gypsy he tracked down a doctor who had seen gypsy in new orleans and that doctor told him that the muscle biopsy in new orleans had been negative for muscular dystrophy and that gypsy's previous neurologist had explained that explained that to dd when confronted with the problem dd simply stopped seeing that new orleans doctor classic narcissist behavior exactly and other things but <laughs> but classic narcissist behavior classic. so then the doctor said in the report analyzing all the facts and after talking to a previous pediatrician there's a strong possibility of munchausen by proxy with maybe some underlying unknown etiology to explain for the symptoms fucking finally it finally. took 18 years for a doctor to be like maybe but then he doesn't do anything about it. He doesn't report it. He just says that. And then Dee Dee doesn't go away. He said you usually, he was like, you usually report to social service when there's a neglect. And he was like, this was quite the opposite. It was like overprotection. And because she's 18, is it more complicated to report that I don't that think she was quite 18 at this oh. point. 2007, she was born in 1990. Oh, okay. So she was a teenager. But he also said that he had been told by other doctors to treat the pair with golden gloves. And he doubted that authorities would even believe him in the first place god that's a scary thing about it it's like one person's word against another person against everyone else's because like, they were like favorites uh, around the hospital yeah for sure um and in 2009 an anonymous caller told the police about Dee's use of different names and birth dates for herself and her daughter and suggested that gypsy was in better health than Dee claimed officers who performed the resulting wellness check accepted Dee's Dee explanation 
that she used misinformation to make it harder for her abusive ex-husband to find her in Gypsy without talking to Rod and reported that Gypsy seemed to genuinely... Um, okay, so they, they accepted that without talking to Rod and reported that Gypsy seemed to genuinely be mentally disabled and the file was closed. The scariest part about Dee Dee is that she is smart. Exactly. And like she's getting away with this time and time again and she's tricking everyone and outsmarting them and that's terrifying. That is the scary part is that she has an answer for everything. But you can't stop aging. And she's actually aging. And teenagers oh. teenagers are going to do what they want. No? Oh. So Gypsy, what do, what do all teenagers want? To be popular and to have friends. Yeah. So, does she have like, like, has she gone through puberty? You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Like, she's she, like, she like has a period. Like, are there yep. normal things still happening to her body? Yep. Cause okay. she is completely normal and healthy. Right. 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 That's the thing you forget because yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're like, like is she? Stuff. I'm like, do I have much <laughs> We're all fooled by her. Wow. So, most kids didn't connect with her. One, because Dee Dee never left her side. And two, because they thought she had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old. But And because she has a fucking scary voice. Ex- yes, exactly. That's just, not, she's just not a normal kid because she wasn't raised normal. No, it's normal. scary to talk to someone like that. It is. So her neighbor, who is an 18-year-old um, named Aaliyah, uh, befriended her. They started talking on Facebook. That was mainly... Oh. The, remember the days of just communicating on Facebook? Boy, do I. The chat? Boy, do I. Facebook chat. Or just writing on walls. Maybe not for them. No, but like writing on walls, very public things that you're like, I'm going to be over in five. Oh, I got in trouble <laughs> from my mom by being like, you are saying some graphic, very inappropriate graphic. things. Remember when it was like cool to be like, I like... To like kind of be sexual when oh. you were like 15, be like, I'm going to come <laughs> over and we're going to like get down. And, yes. like, and you said like weird things. Your parents are like, please don't say that online. All the things I, I've said at 15, I just cringe. Yeah, that's such another episode. It is, it is. But um, she, they had, Dee Dee and Gypsy had a shared account. So Gypsy made, yeah, they, I mean, just the control. So Gypsy made a fake account, which is very much your style. That is my style. <laughs> I'm like, do I respect it? We, of just course, for respect this. that. Just for this. Um, so she would get out of bed every night and walk to her computer and she would message Aaliyah about normal teenage girl things. Ew, she's pretending to be her daughter? No, she, no, she, sorry, Gypsy got out of bed. Oh. Gypsy was doing it. Oh, Dee Dee didn't like, know about it. Gross. That's like a whole other level. Gross. Um, and she, but she never really breached the subject with Aaliyah about her illnesses, um, She, but she just wanted to talk about boys. Hey, don't we all? Don't we the all? The height of being boy crazy. Exactly. And um, she, uh, oh God, what was I going to say? Oh, Aaliyah said like on their interviews and stuff, she was like, Gypsy was completely different when we would talk on Facebook. And when her mom was around, she lost her personality completely. Um, okay, so now it's 2011, and Gypsy's about 19, about to be 20. And she had no real connection to the outside world. She spent her days locked inside. The only escape Gypsy found was through movies, and she loved sci-fi and fantasy movies. She was obsessed with Disney. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, she said that her favorite Disney movie was Rapunzel, or was Tangled, because Rapunzel got kidnapped from her family by an evil woman and kept up in the tower, and she saw herself in that oh, character. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is she, like, well, mentally, she's really stunted. Yes. Like, so is she, do you think she really has, like, the brain of like a child still i think that she was mentally stunted but not in a way of like 
she legitimately was just, she like was sheltered she was so sheltered right right but, but she's not like mentally you no know, when she talks now i'm like you are so seem so emotionally mature that's crazy because like she's had no life experience not no social interaction she like lives in a complete alternate universe than any of us have so she um was obsessed with sci-fi movies and in 2000 like starting in 2001 she would go to these sci-fi conviction conventions and fantasy conventions and then she would dress up in costume yeah, so <laughs> she's yeah. a theater kid. She is. Oh, she would have thrived. She was, you know, she would have been like a costume designer. She in theater, would have, you know, like she would have. Maybe she still can. We'll get there. Oh. So at an event in 2011, she made what had may have been her first um, escape attempt from her mother. So she meets this guy at the science sci-fi conviction convention. He's 35. Is she there alone? She's with her mom. She's in a wheelchair. Still? Yes, she's in a wheelchair. Um, and she meets this guy who's like 35, which I don't even know how she got far enough away from her mom to meet them, but they struck up or struck up some kind of friendship and then they start talking online and then she kind of tells him about what's going on in her situation. And he was like, well, you, if you ever want to come live with me in Arkansas, hometown oh, hero, uh, yeah. <laughs> it always comes back. It always comes back. So he was like, you can come stay with me. So she sneaks out in the middle of the night. So she had to have been walking. She hitchhikes with a stranger and she goes to his place in Arkansas, I believe. Unless he went to a motel, I've seen both things. Dee Dee finds out that she's missing. And in four hours, because they had mutual friends with this guy, I guess, finds her. She brings in her fake birth certificate and she's like, you're with a 15-year-old, you pervert, even though she's like 19. Were they being... Were they having sex? I don't think that they were having sex. I think that they were striking up probably like a relationship, which is also gross on that 35-year-old man's part. Was she attractive? Um, no. 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 And like at this point, she did look sickly. Right. So it's tough all around. It's tough all around. Um. So, but that guy and... Also, the town found out that she was missing and all helped. Um, oh, God. So by the time she got home... It makes me so uncomfortable. I know. Dee Dee destroyed Gypsy's computer and cell phone with a hammer. And she said, if you do ever do that again, I'll do that to your fingers. And um, this is when what Gypsy calls the bad time. Dee Dee used a dog leash and handcuffs to restrain her in bed for two weeks and refused to feed her for two full days. And then Dee Dee had a lawyer write up papers that said Gypsy was mentally incompetent. So if Gypsy ever tried to go to the police, they would be like, she has an intellectual disability and she actually doesn't know what she's talking about. So she uh, completely there, like, has no way out. Her. It's such a trap. There's no way out. I'm like, how? I truly can't even imagine how she's going to get out. So she gets a computer again a year later in 2012. Oh. Gypsy is now 21 years old. How does she get one? Uh, uh, Dee Dee gave one to her. Oh. But she could only use it with supervision. But Dee Dee's like, um, oh I'm going to do exactly what I was doing before and sneak. Yeah, yeah. So she starts messaging her neighbor Aaliyah again. And she was like, I really want to meet a guy. And then, she's like, I am so horny. It's she not must even be funny. so horny. Can you imagine? God, like that. You're 20 stop. years old and you're like, I've never even touched like a I mean, man, let alone yourself. Exactly. I wonder if she must have. I mean, she's must, I mean, she was inside all the time. Maybe she was just <laughs> masturbating <laughs> ferociously. I'm sorry. What I'm else sorry. is there to do? You have to. So she is like, I need some loving. And Aaliyah was like, well, you should try online dating. Oh. And Match.com? Not Match.com. A Christian dating website. Farmers. 
what was it? Um, Christian Mingle. Yep. This wasn't Christian Mingle, but it was a Christian dating site. So I know it doesn't take her long to find a match. Oh, Gypsy 23 meets Nicholas. I think you say his name, Gojon, Gojon. I'm so sorry. I, his name, when I heard on documentary today, I was like, remember it. And I've forgotten. That's okay. Um, he was 23. He lived with his parents about eight hours away. And he, uh, she sent him a wink, which I guess is like swiping right. Oh, and he spent eight hours away that radius. They must have really both of them were like anything Anything, in the state. Literally. Wow. So he sends her a wink back and they begin talking. Um, they start talking and like months later, they're still talking and they start sharing secrets. He told her that he has Asperger's and Gypsy told him that she's been sick her entire life, but that she can actually walk. Um, and she also told him that she was afraid of his of her mom who makes her use a wheelchair and a feeding tube. And Nick is like, we can get through anything together and I promise I will always protect you no matter what. In the beginning, it's very sweet and innocent. Mm. But then Nick was like, I'm into role playing in BDSM. And he says, have you ever role played role played? And she thought back to the fantasy conventions and all the people, sorry, all the people dressing up. And she was like, yeah, I have role played before. Yeah. She doesn't even know. This makes me so sad. (laughs) I told you this whole thing is so sad. I'm so sorry. Oh my God. And then he's like, well, are you into BDSM? And she was like, let me look it up real quick. And And if you don't know, BDSM stands for bondage, discipline, or domination, sadism, and um, masochism. It's a type of sexual practice. Yeah. And she said it made her super uncomfortable. But she was also like, Uh, remember when the first time you ever talked to a guy and you're like, I like everything you like. Yes. I remember talking to um, a guy and he said something and it was like Drake lyrics or something. I literally looked up the song, had no idea what he was talking about and sent it back. And I was like, yeah, I love Drake. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we all know that I would just copy and paste whatever my crush's AIM away message was as my own. And it was usually Foo, Foo Fighter yeah. lyrics. And he'd be like, Tess, I have that as mine. I'd be like, oh, I just saw that right now. Like, we must be twin flames. What a coincidence. So crazy. So she was like, I'm really not into that, but sure. Ugh. Um, so it made her really uncomfortable, obviously. And she didn't know at this time, um, in 2013, Nick was arrested for watching porn and fondling himself at a McDonald's for nine hours. <laughs> nine hours before he was caught? So why, did, like, why did it take so long for I them said. to get there? I was like, after five minutes, when did you call the police? Nine hours. They're like, oh, he's still going. <laughs> All right, we should probably make a call. They're like, honestly, let's see how far he will go. Like, this is impressive. Crazy. So, um, yeah, she said that um, she was in her life kind of taught that women, a woman's role is to be submissive and that is a, that a man is dominant. So she didn't really think it was outlandish. And they start like, he starts sending her like this to me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to yuck anyone's yums, but I will. The whole cartoon sexual thing is so weird to me. And like the Disney characters. No, because it feels like. It's creepy. Fetishized with like children stuff. Exactly. And that's like the kind of stuff he would send. And his ex-girlfriend messaged her and he was like, she was like, he's not a good guy. He thinks he's a vampire. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. And ladies, stay away. Run. Run. And, yes. And then Gypsy was like, it's just a jealous ex or whatever. Like, he's so sweet. And then he tells Gypsy that he has multiple personality disorder. Oh. Which actually has never been diagnosed with him. 
But he was like, all my personalities are lonely. So then she starts making up her own personalities to match him. I'm so sorry, Tessa's face is like, it's like a Friday. I'm just going to leave here and be like, have a great night. Like, see ya. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like rocking back and forth in like, the corner. Actually. So she would match his personality. She would dress up as characters and send pics to him and her personalities, which included Candy, which was her slut side. She had one, I forgot, was which was supposed to be like her childlike side. Oh my God. Well, a lot of... Yeah, no. Exactly. And then she had Ruby, which was her evil side to match his evil side. And he said that personality wanted to hurt people. So she was like, okay, noted. Um, Don't mess with his evil side. So it's nearing her 24th birthday. And her and Nick have been talking for years now. Or I think like two years now. They're Ah. talking about marriage and kids' names. But but, they're never even together? But they've never met in person. But Gypsy is like, it is time. So... Um, she, they map out a plan that they would meet during a movie outing. Cinderella live action was in theaters. Tough. So she would go with her mom to the theaters. She dressed up as Cinderella and he took- With Lily James? Yes. And he took a Greyhound bus dressed as Prince Charming (laughs) down to the movie theaters and they act like they're meeting in person, like for the first, or they're acting like they're strangers. I'm like, oh, hi. Dee Dee was like- that guy's fucking creepy and weird because what grown man goes to a child's movie by himself? So she didn't like him from the start. Somehow, during the movie, Gypsy goes off by herself, which I, she's in a wheelchair at this point, but I don't know how she was allowed to go to the bathroom by herself from Dee Dee. And he does as well. And they have sex in the bathroom during the movie. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So they... um. They, uh, like I said, dip, Dipsy. I can call her Dipsy. <laughs> Dipsy. In my mind, Dee Dee and Gypsy. Dee Dee didn't like him, but for the first time, Gypsy's like, I actually don't care what you think, and I'm going to keep talking to him. Dee Dee catches her on the computer messaging him again, and she does the same thing. She takes her the computer keyboard, throws it around, destroys it, um, and just starts throwing everything around. She wrestled Gypsy um, to the ground until she and she put um, medication in her feeding tube that made her mm. pass out. She woke up in the middle of the night. Dee Dee uh, was snoring, so she knew she was asleep. She goes back on the computer and tells Nick what what happened. And he was like, "You are my queen. I will protect you at all costs." Well, fucking do something about it. He not like I trust this man to rescue her. Well, he was like, um, she. He was like. Gypsy told Nick, I need your evil side now. And she tells Nick, I want you to kill my mom. Oh, my God. Yeah. So over the next week, they plan the murder. Text messages between the two appeared to discuss and plan Didi's death. Quote, honey, you forget I'm ruthless and my hatred for her will force her to die. I'm sorry. Nick texted Gypsy, quote, it's my evil side doing it. He won't mess up because he enjoys killing. Oh, my God. This is crazy. So on June 9th, 2015, they set the plan into motion. uh, Dee Dee took Gypsy to a routine doctor appointment to change her feeding tube, and Nick took a Greyhound bus to Springfield. He waited in a motel. That day, apparently, Gypsy and Dee Dee got in an argument, and then they made up. They painted each other's nails, and then Dee Dee um, went to bed. And before she went to bed, she said, I'm finally starting to feel relaxed. Don't hurt me. And that was the last words that she said to Gypsy, which, like, what the fuck? So she knew that, like, maybe there was something changing with Gypsy to be like, I... 
She must have. I'm going to fuck you up because you fucked me up. She must have. Don't hurt me. Who said that? Did Gypsy said that in like her testimony? Yep. It, on the mommy, dead, and dearest. She said that was the last words my mom ever said to me was don't hurt me. I'm starting to feel relaxed. I know. That's not like, well, there's no even like, drugs? I mean, there's no, she's crazy. She's crazy. So who the fuck knows? So when Dee Dee went to bed, Gypsy texted Nick that it was time. He goes to the house and he oh, texts that he's there. She opens the door, standing on her, um, standing on her own two feet, and she hands him a pair of gloves, a roll of duct tape, and a hunting knife, knife with a six-inch blade. Oh shit! She led it's not him. Even, oh god! No, that's so personal. It, like stabbing is personal. Stabbing is. You have to be a certain type of person. You to do like, one kill someone, two to stab them to death. I feel like. And I don't know anything, but I feel like stabbing a lot of times is like a crime of passion almost where you know them to stab someone that you don't know Because it's not a sudden death. Yeah. Is – it's a whole other level. So she leads him to her mom's room and then she goes to the bathroom and locks herself in the bathroom and covers her ears. Apparently when he walked into the room, Dee Dee rolled over and woke up. And according to Nick, she demanded to know who he was, to which he responded, I'm your nightmare. He then lunged at Dee Dee and proceeded to stab her 17 times. Sorry, my Slack messages are going off. I will mute my computer. I'm so sorry. I was like, is that a bird? Also, Noah right now is being too much. Tabby. He's like, it's too dark and heavy right now. Look at me. Yeah, he's like, it's almost time. Um, so Dee Dee was murdered by Nick. Um, he knocks on the bathroom door and um then Gypsy and him, this is very dark, proceed to have sex. Um, she, sorry, Tess's face. I'm so sorry. Um, oh, my God. She had sex with him in order for him to not have sex with her mom. And Nick said that it was consensual. And Dee Dee, or sorry, Gypsy said it was not consensual at all. And that was part of his plan. Also, in the documentary, they show them um, questioning them like right after their arrest. And that job is so crazy because you have to talk to them like a friend to get this information out. Because you have to talk to it's like a wild animal. It is but you're like, okay, so we're just gonna like exactly it is crazy. And to talk to someone that you know, just murdered someone. Oh my god. It's crazy. So they gypsy starts wiping down surfaces and then they took four thousand dollars in cash that Dee Dee had been keeping in the house mostly from her ex-husband's child support checks oh great yep they fled the motel they fled to the motel outside of spring or sorry springfield where they stayed for a few days while planning their next move so their plan was to go to his parents house in wisconsin but the whole time they're getting caught on security footage like everywhere that they go and also they mailed the weapon and the four thousand dollars in cash to his house with their names on (laughs) the envelope they're like we both don't get out much (laughs) like literally how would you know how would she even know like the first thing to do to cover up a murder she's never even been to like the grocery store exactly she wouldn't know so they they her parents or his parents picked them up from the greyhound station and they don't know really anything about gypsy they've kind of heard about her but they don't know that she's like sick she's walking she's wearing this really tacky cheap wig and so his parents were just like we just thought she was weird because her wig was weird <laughs> so they go to the house it's a few days later and no, no one Dee Dee had isolated herself so much so G- Gypsy kept checking the news no one knew that she had died yet mm. and so Gypsy's starting to feel a lot of guilt and she was like Nick we have to do something so that people know that my mom died because I just don't want her rotting there so they get on Facebook they get on her mom's Facebook 
and they write the status on Dee Dee Blanchard's Facebook status on June 14th, 2015. And it says, the bitch is dead. It's her Facebook status. And all these people start commenting and being like, Dee Dee, I think your account was hacked. What's going on? Are you okay? How many friends did she have? I, I probably actually a lot actually, from all these people that she's met over her time that's scamming. That's so true. And then they, Dee Dee's account commented on one of the questions and it said, quote, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud. LOL. So Gypsy said that Nick told her what to write. And that's what she wrote. So immediately her neighbor sees this and is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? She calls the police, her neighbor and her um, her neighbor's husband, Kim, and her husband, David. They go over there. There was already a crowd gathering around the house because they're like, something ain't right. Uh, um, they couldn't, the police couldn't get into the house without a warrant. And so um, David tried to sneak in through the window but couldn't get in all the way. But the house looked normal. The police finally get there at 1045 at night. They obtain the warrant. And they found Dee Dee's body in the bedroom. She had been stabbed and had been dead for several days. There was no signs of gypsy. So at this point, the crowd or like everyone's like, she was kidnapped. They don't know that she's not sick yet. Um, but how they found them is that, um, okay, um, oh, how they found where gypsy and Nick were is because Aaliyah, the neighbor, told police, the police, they were like, she said that Gypsy had met a guy online and the way she was talking about him was really weird. So you should probably look into that. They go through the Facebook. They find mm. all these messages. They find the IP address. That's at Nick's house. Oh, yep. So on June 15th, a team of officers in Wisconsin were dispatched at his house. The standoff was brief. Nick quickly surrendered. Luckily enough, Gypsy was with him, unharmed, in excellent health. And every, everyone's like, whew, thank God. Wait a second. Because they see her walking. And then they realize that they had all been duped. Gypsy's dad saw her walk for the first time, like, since she started using a wheelchair on TV. Being arrested. So, do they all think she's crazy? It wasn't Dee Dee? They all think that Dee Dee and Gypsy were in on it together. And that she was scamming everyone. Oh, but that's like... Because at first, Ugh. Kim, the neighbor, set up a GoFundMe page for Gypsy. Right. And then everyone was like, fuck them. They've been stealing from us. And I think people were just so and confused. Is Gypsy at this point like, yeah, my mom was doing this to me? Like, she fully knows that, like, she was being abused. When Gypsy was first arrested, she was like, I didn't kill my mom. I don't know what happened. And she's, like, in complete denial. Yeah. And then things start coming out later that like yes my mom was doing all these things to me so um gypsy and nick well gypsy and nick both do tell the police though that it was nick who did the actual stabbing um and both gypsy and nick were charged with first degree murder and first degree murder means you knowingly cause the death of another person after deliberation yeah so while the charge of first-degree murder can carry the death penalty under the Missouri law or life without parole, the prosecutor soon announced that he would not seek it for either Gypsy or Nick, calling the case extraordinary and unusual. After her attorney obtained her medical records from Louisiana, he secured a plea bargain to second-degree murder for Gypsy, mm. which is a much better deal for her. Yeah. And in July 2015, she accepted the plea bargain agreement, and she was sentenced to 10 years in prison. 
In February 2019, Nick, or 2019, Nick was sentenced to life in prison for mur- the murder conviction, the only possible option since prosecutors had declined to seek the death penalty. Um, Damn. Yeah, he said he was blindly in love with Gypsy. Did she ever say like self-defense in a way? Gypsy of being like, my mom was also kind of trying to kill me, so that was my... So things have come... So things started to come out, and people finally realized that it wasn't Gypsy, and then people felt so bad for her. Right, like she has been the victim of a crazy fucking abusive parent. So Dee Dee's family in Louisiana, who had confronted her about the treatment of Gypsy years before did not regret her death. Her father, stepmother, and the nephew who first uh, who first shared details of Gypsy's actual health when she first started using a wheelchair all later said that Dee Dee deserved her fate and Gypsy had been punished as much as she needed to be. None of them would pay for her funeral and her father and stepmother ultimately flushed her ashes down the toilet. Well, I mean, she was like... She wasn't a good person. She was a horrible she was person. Te- terrible. So evil. The last few things, but Gypsy says she wants people to know that this wasn't a situation where a, a girl killed her mom to be with her boyfriend. This was a situation of a girl trying to escape abuse. In prison, she's hoping to join all sorts of programs to help people. She wants to write a book to help others in her situation. When she asked when her when she realized that her life wasn't normal, she said it was when she was 19 and she ran away from that guy. And then she realized that she wasn't allowed to have friends and that she was alone. Mm. Um, about her mother, her opinion seems to waver. Quote, the doctors thought she was so devoted and caring. I think she would have been the perfect mom for someone that was actually sick, but I'm not sick. That's the big difference here. Um, I mean, that's even an intense thing to say. Like she'd be right? the per- like probably not actually because no, because she's that's crazy sick. She got off on keeping you exactly ill. So Gypsy still doesn't feel she actively deceived anyone. She said, "I feel like I was just as used as everybody else. She used me as a pawn. I was in the dark about it. The only thing I knew is that I could walk and that I could eat. As for everything else." Well, she shaved my head off, and she'd say, it's going to fall out anyway, so let's keep it nice and neat. Gypsy said her mother told her she had cancer, too, and would tell her that the medication was cancer medication, and she just accepted it. And she um, is up up for parole next year, and she'll be 32 years old. (sighs) I just want her to get her life back. I mean, that's... Not back. She's never had a life. She's never had one. So for the first time, she should be able to like help other people. Because this is a common thing. I mean, maybe not to this extent where it gets to this level. But like this is a real thing that parents do to their kids. It's disgusting. She should be able to have independence and experience that doesn't have to do with someone making her ill. Well, that's what I'm just like. Nick, 100%. He should be in prison. No, because he had nothing to do with it. He was like, yeah, let me fucking stab her. And clearly he is very, like, if you can do that, you're a sick person. But, like, do you blame her for being like, I want my mom to die? Like, no, because you are trapped. You are abused. She's never treated her like a a mother-daughter. It's never been like that. She's poked and prodded and open, like, just for some, like, her mom's sick enjoyment. That's like when you watch it and you hear all the facts and the facts, like, also, she had never had a chance to be a normal person. Like, it's just not fair. It's not like, it life. makes me sad that she's even in prison for 10 years. But, like, she's so amazing to me that she's, like, I – she takes responsibility for everything. She doesn't even blame her mom. And she's, like, I just yeah, want to be a better person. That is big. It's crazy. When you see the way that she talks now, you're just, like, wow. God damn, that's so sad. I'm sorry that whole episode was so depressing. No, but I like, mean, it's, I knew about the show, the pr- very, very vague premise, but I've, 
it's as depressing as it is, it also is fascinating that like this happened without people for 20 plus years ever being able to catch on to save her, to help her. Well, and that's the thing. It's like the system failed Gypsy. Mm -hmm. Like the police failed her. The doctors failed her. Everyone around her. Her father failed her. Her mother failed her. Her boyfriend failed her. Fucking disgusting. He is gross. We hate him. We hate him. But damn. And we hate Dee Dee hate it's so sad um good god so i'm excited for gypsy to be able to get out and live her life and see what she does with yes, it yes and hopefully help other children yeah. in this situation i agree and like Oof. if just don't have kids if you're gonna act like this you weirdos literally please it's so disappointing but god. hey welcome to well, cults and crimes month i'm excited for april i was very fascinated by the whole thing i now like want to look at pictures and i just oh yeah like look at interviews and yeah, everything i'll probably be doing that tonight definitely look at pictures and interviews it's yeah. crazy oh god yeah and then listen to a cajun accent oh yeah i need, <laughs> I need you my I, I have homework for tonight you do friday night homework you do well, well great job claire thanks um so good thanks guys let us know what you think about it um send us your favorite crimes and cults and conspiracies oh yeah we'll post some things i still i think i know what i'm doing for next week and but um I'm also going to ask maybe a little second one because I just don't know. Well, I don't know. This I'm excited. not my forte, but. Well, guys, follow us on Instagram at Right Answers Mostly. Sign up for our Patreon, $7.99 a month for gossip and fun little stories that we have on there. And please give us a five-star review and a rating. And we just love you the most. We love you guys. Happy April. Goodbye. Bye-bye.